0: Hello and welcome to the Sideshed podcast. I'm Peter Fickling. Um, I'm joined as always by Kerry Borbis and Matthew Weir. And this week we have the amazing Ryan Early, who of course plays Lee on the Archers, the the very fine program we do our podcast about. Oh, Ryan, welcome. Hello,
1: that's very kind of you. Um, not amazing. That's we'll start. We'll start. We'll start on a base note. So I've got somewhere to climb to. <laughs> but head, it's lovely to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm very honoured.
0: And you are under the weather, so you have pushed yourself through, you know, physical and mental discomfort to be here. So we really do appreciate that. I've
1: climbed the mountain, but I'm very cozy and I'm very comfortable, and I feel like I'm a good company. So don't worry. And I've got strepsils and I've got water. <laughs> so, but the, excuse if my, if my voice does sound extra nasal. <laughs> that's it's, probably uh, what it is.
0: It's kind of gravelly, sexily. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah,
2: which lyric. we've never heard before. <laughs> oh, the Lee
0: matching started early. Poor Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
1: exactly. I sort of, um, I, I sort of, if, if if I've got a sore throat when I'm recording or something, I just my, try try and make Lee sound. Yeah, I try and go down a kind of hey, hey, Helen, <laughs> right, and just try and keep it sort of soft and um,
0: so it's so I don't squeak. Yeah, I was watching Kyle through the back window, and I was getting a few ideas for some things we could try. I mean, you know, he's a terrible person, but he's quite the lover. So, uh, what's <laughs> I know? What's we bend over the sofa and uh, yeah, etc. I
1: know. It turns out I'm quite the voyeur. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Rear view window with uh, Lee Bryce. Rear view. Yes.
1: Um, who who seems to there seems to be a a sort of very clear view through the back window. I mean, I, I mean from my from our quite large house, I believe. But it does seem to yeah. It goes straight straight into um, Carl's, I think it's his spare bedroom, wasn't it?
2: Mm. It was almost as if that wasn't necessarily the first time you'd been doing that, but <laughs> it was the first time it proved to become useful <laughs> for her. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's just my go-to place. Anytime I'm in a new home, I go check the back bedrooms, check the views. Um, and yep, yep. I was like, yep, there's Carl, there's his wife, um, which I'm sure is illegal. I mean, perhaps it's not illegal. It's, it's illegal to use it as blackmail, I imagine. Mm.
2: Probably illegal to photograph them, I would say. Oh, totally, mm. yeah, even though those absolutely. photographs didn't actually exist. So that was clever.
1: No, they didn't actually exist, but it was we we're trading on dangerous ground. Mm. Um, yes, it's, it's sort of um, it's not revenge, is it revenge porn? Yeah, it's Borderline. kind of in that world.
3: Mm, <laughs> Reve- revenge porn? porn is it when it's like involves someone directly with you, isn't it? I think with this case, yes. yeah, but now yes. I'm
2: worrying that Kyle will do. It the same to back new you too. yeah but
3: then lee, lee and helen would have
0: to be having sex for that to happen. oh
2: yeah
0: <laughs> of course what <laughs> i do like the idea that helen could end up in jail for this yeah. <laughs> that's what she that gets sent down her, for you know? yeah exactly Pretty patel has introduced some kind of draconian revenge porn <laughs> law and this is what it's actually sends helen down for no
1: but lee would lee uh, would definitely um sacrifice himself for that yeah. definitely he'd do time for helen absolutely
0: Ryan, how do you how do you think Lee and how do you think you would can uh, you know cope with prison prison life?
1: Oh my god! Well, I think quite similarly actually, because I think we are we are we we're not too different. You know, we do we are. I think we are. I feel like he is my um, at the moment definitely, and so far he is my uh, one side of me, my nice side. Um, but I watched Time the you know the Jimmy mm. McGovern thing, and well, I, I say I've watched it. I still haven't watched the third one yet because. I'm having to space it out so much because I'm having so much trauma after each episode. And the absolute certainty that I have is that I I wouldn't survive five seconds. I just <laughs> I just would not know what to do, actually. I keep trying to picture myself as in am, am I him? Would I, am I Sean Bean? Am I am I the uh you know, I'm just sort of looking at different characters in it going, well. I read an article um in the Times did an article from a uh, a banker who there was a there was an era just about a few years ago when a load of load of the sort of financial district, which I'm not obviously at all. I'm a I'm obviously an actor, which is, which in prison probably is twenty <laughs> times worse. I mean, that just would not go down well, I don't think. Um hmm. but he said that there ended up being a wing and they called it the Hampstead wing, um, where it was just filled with it was filled with um, people, uh, bankers and people from, 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 and and that they got on because they were able to oh. sort people's finances out.
0: Wow. So,
1: so as long as you have something that you can offer. So I don't know. I don't know. No, but I honestly, it's my absolute, it's my worst fear.
0: Elocution lessons.
1: I know I'd be there giving everyone voice. Oh God. <laughs> well, as I said, I've been, I've been giving, I've been teaching today um, some students. So I was like, gosh, yes, I could, I'll. Just transfer that to the <laughs> to Hugh, the
3: prisoners. Hugh Grant's character in Paddington gets quite gets on quite well
1: inside, and he's a performer. So, oh yes, but yes, exactly. But that's not real. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Firstly, that isn't real, and I think it also depends what you go down for, isn't it? I guess. I mean, this is such a horrible conversation, but it would. It just it would absolutely terrify me. I mean, this might come back to haunt me. Um, when I do, when I do get sent down, they'll replay it in the prison. But
2: Lee was borderline, you know, on the verge of actually pulverizing someone and potentially getting arrested at the very least. He he flipped very quickly from slightly yeah. defensive of his true love to wanting to smash someone's face off. It's yeah, a bit worrying.
1: There's a moment when you you know you can have the anger and you can uh, go, you know, have the thought, God, I just, I would love to punch someone. And then, and then to actually sort of leave the house, storm out of the house and get halfway over to the house. Mm. But also I think there's a difference which, um, Lee has, which, which I don't have, sadly, I think is the physical, Mm. is the physical, um, Prowess, if that's the word, or the physical—if basically, if you've got—if you're—if you've got the muscles and if you've got the strength and you know you can uh, defend yourself or you can do it, then I think maybe you're—I don't know—maybe you're more likely to 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 act on it. Because yeah. I know that I've never been able to. I don't think I've ever hit anyone apart from my brother, <laughs> Re- me- um, repeatedly. But I don't think I've—I don't think I've ever hit anyone. So because I don't think I ever—I don't think I'd ever sort of—I—I I'd, I'd know I'd never win. Mm.
3: I was worried because the last time I saw you in something going off to, to have it out with someone was when you went off in nightfall to
1: assassinate the Pope. Ah, didn't, didn't really work out for you. No, that didn't work out for me. No, which is such a shame. No, as in, well, I, um, I had my head chopped off. Um, <laughs> I did have my head chopped off. Yeah. And you know what? Cause I loved that job so much. I had such a lovely time. We shot in Prague and I was there, I was there for weeks and, so after I'd, after I'd had my head chopped off, they there was which always happens on a, on a job. Generally started by the actor. You desperately want to start the rumor that they might bring you back. Um, they might sort of resurrect you. Um, even if you've died, they might just find some way that they could. And there was a there was like a there was like a sort of vague conversation that my twin brother could come back. Or and then I came home, and about a week later, my agent called, and my character was called Raynard. Yeah, my agent called and she just went, Reynard lives. <laughs> and I was, she was like, you're going back to Prague. And I was, and I went back to Prague and they decided to write some more scenes, but actually it wasn't. It was just they decided to delete old ones and put new ones in. But there was this, it was the dream phone call. I was just like, oh my God, they're going to bring him back. They're going to sew his head back on because i was so good they're gonna sew his head back on but no those first
3: couple of episodes i was like this is gonna be the bad guy and they're gonna build him up and he's i know he's gonna be this kind of shadowy figure yeah who does you know but it's the story of my career that when he was negotiating his pension in episode two i was like i don't think this is gonna work oh my god that's so sweet that you you remember this i've never met anyone who's watched it (laughs) oh i well i watched it on the back of hearing one of the other actors interviewed on uh Talk sport of all places, I think yes. it was.
1: And they were mentioning about it. So I checked out. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Well, fu- is it? Well, funnily enough, it was one of my first when COVID hit. It was announced that it was moving to Sky History because yeah. it had been on the History Channel and then they rebranded it as Sky History. But I misunderstood that and I thought it had been bought by Sky. And I immediately got on the phone to my ex-agent, like, where's my money? Mm. (laughs) And they were like, it's just a rebranding. You're not
3: getting
1: it. It's on Netflix Portugal seasons one and two. Is it really? Yeah. That's interesting.
3: You've
2: got to go (laughs) to Portugal now to watch it. I haven't
1: received a penny for that. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Um, Oh, that's good. Uh, Yes, I loved that. That was lovely. Yeah.
0: I do like the idea that um, you're so good at dying, Ryan. They're like, get me early. We need need an early. We need
1: early. We need, Yeah. (laughs) He does flatlining really well, and then you can just, you can just, <laughs> just, just. Yeah, he's almost like constantly flatlining. Yeah, I've died loads of times. I've died unexpectedly loads of times as well. Even I used, to, I, I used to be in heartbeat a long time ago, and um, very quickly they killed me. <laughs> very quickly, I thought I'd be in, I thought I'd be in that much longer than I was. You like the
3: guy in Star Trek who goes down and always dies on one of those missions, isn't there? The- is that mythology that if you're wearing the red shirt, you die when
1: they beam down to a You car? die. I oh, think yeah. so. I just think it's, there's just something, I sort of take it as a, I remember when Heartbeat, they were like, don't worry, we'll, we'll give you a really good death.
2: <laughs> <laughs> some solace. I was it? like, yeah. just don't, just don't <laughs> kill
0: me. So are yeah. we
3: fearing now that Kyle is going to come back for Lee and like beat, beat him to death with his back? Back issues of the Daily Mail and the Daily Express, which he obviously hoards. Mm,
2: I don't think he dares to dare. But do you, don't you think there's some a bit of a um, contradiction between Lee's martial arts background and wanting to punch someone? You know, like, or is it just he's yeah. driven purely by the love of Helen?
1: I think there's that. I think, but it's also it's not so much the love of Helen. I think, I think yes, the love of Helen. But he's also fallen in love with someone with. Um, an incredibly complex and traumatic past mm. who has been through something, uh, you know, national, it was like a you know, a national and and has been through something so horrific, um, which he sort of astonishingly didn't know about, uh, yes. But so, as a result, it's, I think, it's that's, I think, the, the protectiveness and the, I think, he's probably. F- having a lot of still a lot of I'm not sure how emotionally I mean he's a physio and he's someone who seems sensitive and kind uh-huh. but he, he this is probably completely out of his um remit to to know how to cope with so there's there's a lot of um and there might also be a lot of um oh what's it called I was not say like survivor complex or sort of um hero complex you know he sort of you know feels like Probably overcompensating, and feeling like he has to now be the hero. Do
0: do they give you like a kind of a um, a, a pack to help you with the background, um, or is all of that empathy left to you, or is are, is there any assistance with the you know motivation? No.
1: Well, what what's very nice is, and I'm not quite sure, um, you know how much you never quite know how much, but what what they kind of what basically all I all all I ever got told was that Lee was the karate teacher, the new karate teacher, and that was it. Um, and he was coming in for a couple of episodes to teach the kids um. karate. So that was all I was ever first. Um, that was the job I got, which I was, that was, that was completely um, it blew my mind that I was even going to be on the archers and even though I had been on the archers briefly before, but so I couldn't believe that I'd come back as a different character. Best
0: sheep on the farm. I've never heard a better sheep. Yes. <laughs> it was a shame. was a shame when that sheep died.
1: <laughs> yes. Again, I thought the sheep was, I thought the sheep was going to be there for years, but immediately, yeah, that went on a, a roast dinner. Um, but so I just, th- I just thought that it was a karate teacher. So, um, you you are you are slowly just as each script comes in you sort of start building it yourself but I did have a I did get a heads up I was really lucky and it's never actually happened again but on my first day as I was signing into the BBC um, uh, a, a lovely woman came and sort of stood next to me it was very much sort of a first day feeling and Um, and I was a bit nervous and she was like, and she obviously saw that I'd signed the archers as I signed in and she was like, Oh, you're the, you're here for the archers. Um, yes. Anyway. And she was like, I'm Louisa. And I was like, Oh, I'm Ryan. I'm here to play, uh, Lee. Who's going to be the karate teacher. And she, Louisa plays Helen. Mm. And, and so she, and she sort of was so wonderful and she is the most loveliest, loveliest person ever. And I'm so lucky. And she was like, I think we're gonna have a thing.
2: Um,
1: I think we might have a thing, um, and she just sort of said, "I don't know." I've, I've, I, I know that you're gonna be looking after my kid. Um, it would be lovely if we had a thing, or and and then we walked up together, and she took me up, and she, she took me into the green room, and it, that was my very first day, and we've never ever bumped into each other ever again at the desk. Mm. So it was like a weird,
2: yeah.
1: you know, the stars collided to sort of get us sort of walking in, and, and that was my first. So.
2: How exciting to be told that as an, as an inkling on your very phone. Oh, I know. But, I,
1: but as I've said, I've always been told things like that. And then I'm dead within a week. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so I'm all, I sort of hold that with a pinch of salt. But absolutely, it's the mm. best thing. Because I did think it was a couple of episodes. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, you know, then it, cause it, I was very trickled in and out for the first year. Mm. Um,
2: it was the so, white trainers mainly, wasn't it? And uh, trying it to was think. the white trainers. Yeah. Yep
3: when things went south the first time for helen when she had the
1: trauma yeah
3: did you know that you were coming back after that
1: it's a very good question because i i think i am allowed to say yeah of course i am allowed to say um because i didn't know i didn't know and the script you only get the scripts monthly and we'd had although i had been i had been kind of warned that the relationship is never just going to go fine, especially after what Helen's been through with Mm. Rob. She's not just going to suddenly find the man of her dreams and she's going to fall in love with him and it's all going to be fine. And they're going to say that just isn't, isn't going to be able to happen in terms of storyline. So I was kind of prepared, which I wanted to happen. And I was going, why can't that happen? (laughs) Surely that (laughs) can happen. Um, And I was told, um, you know, be prepared that actually don't think, it doesn't mean you won't you you won't eventually, but it just means there'll be a, there'll have to be rockiness to start with. Mm. So when this script came, and there was that particular episode um, where, yes, I, I, where Lee was really upset, and he walks into the shop, and she she told she tells him that, you know, he desperately tries to get to find out what's going on. Cause I don't think he knew at that point, she was so long where she wasn't telling him what all mm. the problem was and she yeah. was keeping him. And then he leaves and then she starts, and then she breaks down crying. And then that was, that was me gone for, for quite a chunk. Yeah. And I didn't know, sorry, I didn't know that I was coming back. Um, and I was, I was a bit worried and a bit sad. And I did actually go and ask. Mm. I did, I, I, I asked, I sort of asked around and I said, do you think I should, cause I wanted to know whether I could say, I needed to say goodbye to my now mates. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know. I was like, well, if if I don't know if I'm not coming back. And I just very, very subtly, I I say subtly, I asked the question (laughs) very clearly. Um, (laughs) But I said it quickly and quietly. And I just said, "Is is this goodbye for me? And I said that. And then I was just told, no, it's not. And then that was it.
2: That is a really good way to find out, isn't it? Look at yeah, I need to know whether I have to say goodbye to these lovely yes, friends that's of exactly. mine. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Very. very you throw good it back
1: to them. them. You're yes. throwing it back. You're not. You're not saying am I am I out of a job? Like you're just it. Saying, I just. I'm on a, yeah. We just wander back into the studios and say,
2: um, I think I left a shopping bag in
1: here about four <laughs> months ago. <laughs> I just keep turning up.
2: So, Ryan, nice. did you did you listen to The Archers prior to being on it? That's the classic question, isn't it?
1: I did well. For i growing up with my grand, um I lived a lot a lot with my grandmother and um my grandmother was very much a pick it up and leave it, pick it up and drop it kind of archer's fan, but it was mm. very much something that was always on in her. she had a um a dining room that looked out into her, her little garden and it was the it was a radio that was always on there, mm. so growing up, I was very aware of it, and I remember and I have lovely memories of um her talking to me about it and telling me that she can go a couple of months and she comes back and then she picks it up. And it's like a friend that she's had since the fifties, you know, since she mm. was a sort of housewife in the fifties. So in that respect, then I, it, it was something that was, I was aware of, but about six months before the archers, I was really lucky to be asked to join the, um, radio Four drama company. Uh-huh. And then I suddenly suddenly when you join that and it was the best job ever and it's just the most wonderful job and you join a rep company so you you, for the first and i'd never done any radio before Mm -hmm. and suddenly they asked me to do it and so suddenly you're literally thrown into radio for radio um drama yeah where you suddenly realize the archers is is um the 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 mecca you know it's the it really is and and it's all everyone talks about and it's all everyone says is once you you know once you're in the world you, you know the 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 golden ticket is to, that you could end up on the archers and, and when, and I remember on my first day of the, um, of the, of the radio rep company, which was terribly nerve wracking and it's, they take a new intake every year and it's a combination of really experienced, really old grand actors, sort of middle experienced ones like me and newbies. And, um, and then they have all these incredible guest stars coming in to do the dramas with you. And I remember on day one, my first play that I did was called Riot Girls. And it was with oh, yeah. Emerald O'Hanlon, who plays um, Emma yeah, Grundy. And she walked in and there was a hush in the room and everyone around me. And I didn't know who she was <sighs> other than I recognized her vaguely from But There was a hush around me of other people in the room going... My God, she's Emma Grandy. She's from the Archers. She's in the Archers, and it was like a royalty was coming in the room. It was just the absolute. These were the absolute. You know, this is this is you know, this is just the most mm-hmm. sacred, wonderful job you could get. And so, from that moment, the Archers did become a total part of my life. Then I started listening very much and and dreaming basically. Mm. So, as you can imagine, when the phone call did come, mm. it was yeah. So by by the time the phone call came, I was very much. um yeah, an archerser.
2: Yeah, so now you're the hush causer or a hush causer aren't you it's like, <gasps> well do yeah, you know what i'm
1: desperate to go back into that <laughs> environment i want to hear. The, i do want to hear the hush
0: guys 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 ryan puts one shoe on at a time like just like all the rest of you
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just me guys I'm just a human yeah no but but i mean emerald emerald is a different kettle of fish i mean she's a i've only mm-hmm. been in a couple of years she's a bona fide a legend yeah. and she's so wonderful and she's so and she's so lovely um so is she, ha- I think she does that to any room. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <frankly>. <laughs> I think she'd do it if she wasn't in the archers anyway, but there was, but it was just that you could, there was a genuine whispering. It was the mm. first someone whispered, oh my God, she's in the arches. she's in the archers. Mm. And I was there. Like, so I think of that a lot. I think of that a lot, um, with real gratitude every time I get another script and every time I get, wow. you know, you know, me and me and yeah. Helen get another little storyline I, I am I am unbelievably grateful well, well, this idea that it's like something to aspire to a ladder
3: to climb it makes it all the more sickening when these chanters like John Peel and Princess Margaret just swan in <laughs> for a cameo and just walk <laughs> back out the door again Terry Wogan yeah
1: did Wogan do one
3: I yeah. didn't know Wogan did one did yeah,
2: he yeah he opened the fate or something I think
1: oh yes yeah yeah. Yes, yeah, Princess Margaret. I listened to Princess Margaret's one. That was that.
0: She's quite stilted, is not she?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but my yes. dad
0: taught Princess Margaret <laughs> to ice skate. I think it was Princess <laughs> Anne. One of them, anyway. Either the, the mother or the daughter. Anyway, that's completely irrelevant. <laughs> hang, hang on, who taught Princess <laughs> Margaret to ice skate? My my dad taught one of them either Princess Anne or Princess Margaret. Oh,
1: I did, I did. Oh, I thought you said yeah. twice gate. I, yeah, I was. Like, I Oh, to ice skate. That's interesting. W- was
3: that at the ice rink that they then
1: destroyed?
0: Uh, this, well, it might be destroyed now because it was a. It was in Sarajevo, the Sarajevo Olympics. That's um, where he taught okay. them. But, yeah. Oh, anyway,
1: gosh. I imagine Anne. I'm thinking Anne. I can't really imagine Margaret. No,
2: she wouldn't have been bothered about that. she have been she? drunk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, she looked like she was on ice skates when she wasn't. She so. was constantly wobbling about. She wouldn't have. She wouldn't have. <laughs> she
2: preferred horizontal sports. I think, didn't she? <laughs>
1: Yes, in the Caribbean. Yep, (laughs) she she went on mustique. She would have been on mustique horizontal. She wouldn't Mm. have been on the ice. well you have an insight into this, Ryan. You were on the, you were in the crown, weren't you? I was in the crown. I didn't. Did I die? No, I didn't die in the crown. You didn't die in that one, did you? I was in the crown. Yes, I had a. I had. Gosh, I had a wonderful time doing that. Yeah, I mean, I was cut to bits. My role, but interestingly, I I played. I did play a real character. Um, I played the head radio producer mm. of the bbc yeah at the time so i i and then who became the television when it moved to, to pictures he this this person um became the television producer but yes my character in the series one of the crown was the one organizing the um national broadcast that winston churchill did and then he was the television producer of the coronation
3: thankfully it wasn't in the middle ages the cranks they would have probably found some reason to bump
1: you off yeah (laughs) yeah the hands would have gone then the head would have gone (laughs) yes I had a wonderful it was a lovely um, I remember I had the best note there because when you when you read the script and it's sort of it's set in the 50s and I sort of I immediately went to a slightly cliche version of what I thought a producer might sound like and I thought he'd be he'd sound very um uh, stressed and it would all be very 1950s and it was all very was sort of barking orders left and right in this sort of room and I did and we and it was this obviously it was this ridiculously multi multi-million pound set and production it was all terribly um I mean there was like a thousand extras especially in the uh the correlation set anyway so I so I did my first scene and I thought I did it terribly well and I thought I did it terribly stressed <laughs> and I did everything incredibly kind of uptight in 1950s <laughs> and Stephen Daldry came over to me and sort of gave me a sort of shoulder massage and went you're the boss this is the 50s this is sexy think jazz think cigarettes think Ronnie Scott's you don't need to do anything and he just walked (gasps) off
2: Wow. And I was like,
1: "Oh, what a wonderful note." And yeah. then it all just went. I mean, it I, the, that this does not show in the show. <laughs> I mean, it's 3 <laughs> second scene, but it was just one it was just one of those mm. things where it was just a very very quick note from a director that just can completely change everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Was there did you get a similar one for Lee? I'm thinking. Yeah.
1: What? You know, note. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I have really. Other than I I do remember. It is funny because it is funny cuz I I do find that quite interesting. Yeah, di- the directors come on, and different the directors mm. come on, and and um and I do get told in a very lovely way, you know, Lee's like this, isn't he? You know, Lee's Lee, Lee doesn't care about anything, or Lee doesn't, or Lee's so mm. I, I I have to take those notes and go like, oh okay, because because what I what's coming out to the to the listeners isn't necessarily. What's just going on in my head, you know, Uh so I have to, I do, I, yeah, there's a couple of times where I'm, I'm, um, I'm guided just to, just to keep it, keep it, you know, keep it, keep it light. We do try and, Helen and I, um, Louisa and I do, Uh we try and kind of come together and, and go, ah, let's make this not quite so... If, if we if we feel that there's something that's a bit we're like oh gosh that's a bit cringe we're we're <laughs> in our 40s why would we talk why would why would you know why would we have a poster why would we have that weird thing why would oh, we yes. and then there's always a way that we can do it and and especially we get on to where we were able to kind of okay let's sort of just try and decringe that or mm. just try and make it funny or laugh it off or you know.
3: how old is how old is lee meant to be
1: i think I think Lee is probably about two years younger than I am. Um okay. I think, or I think he's probably like 41.
2: Mm.
1: I'd say 41. I don't okay. think forty I think we're both about 41. I think Helen Helen definitely has a de- an age, um, which would be a trivia question. Yeah. Um, but I don't think she's ever divulged it to Lee as yet. I think I, <laughs> I think they're waiting for <laughs> they're, they're not there yet. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> to swap ages, but, but I think they're early, I think they are early forties.
3: Okay. Yeah. I would I would Lee down is a bit younger to be honest, but who knows?
1: Yeah. Because I've got two, I've got two, two children. Um, my children are older than Helen's. My daughters are older than Helen's. So my daughters are in their, uh, uh, sort of early teens now. Um, so I think around 40.
0: That's been something that we've kind of chunted about lightly over the last couple of months has been how uh, there's a kind of disconnect between kind of Lee's history and some of his reactions to uh, you know various situations. Like he gets slightly panicked about dealing with the kids. I mean, obviously, there's, there's, there's the concern of the stepfather versus the concern of the father. But um, and obviously you can't tell us yes or no. But I do kind of feel like those, you know, now that Lee is a kind of embedded and long term character those, those girls have to come in and we, we you know, it, it, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in seeing that side of Lee and sort of seeing him with a bit more sort of jeopardy, like dealing with this, you know, one assumes awful ex. Um, I think yeah. it, in my head, he's a bit like um, the Rob Bide Bryden character from, you know, Marion and Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a, I mean, yeah, there is, there is, there's a, there is a whole world that we, we, that's going on that, that the listeners don't hear. You know, I um, mean, he, you know, the, the the contact that he has with his daughters, and the and the and then the relationship he does have with his with his ex, which there's obviously there's obviously a whole story there. You know, di- mm. divorces is divorce is never nice, um, and I th- you know I think uh, what I think is is obvious is that there's some, there's just a bit more complexity there, which yeah. is good because otherwise it could there could you know it it it, it it would never last if it was just if it was just a a nice guy who's who's mm. you know who who just does nice things and and lives a nice life because there you know there's there's obviously been pain there as you say there's obviously he's been living in a bedsit as well and he, you know that that kind of that that existence he was living before he yeah he met Helen was very lonely and you know that they I remember those first dates that we had and when i brought her around oh, yeah. to the flat and you know there's the poster and the microwave and it's it's just christmas was always just going to be a a microwave meal for one mm. i mean all of that doesn't scream that he had got himself into it screams that he'd got himself into a bit of a midlife bad place yeah and not where he should have want. Who was hoping to end up?
2: Because his story about the why his first marriage or his last marriage um, failed was that he. <laughs> I've about um, yeah, like seven mean, marriages. Maybe. I'm, not, I'm um, an embezzler. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Was that he? He spent far too much time um, on his job. <laughs> his work took over, and that you know that's why they split up. And I was thinking, you know, would that happen with a physio? I don't know.
1: Yes. Well, he's also a, he's also a fitness instructor and he's also Uh a karate teacher. So there's, I mean, I mean, any of those jobs could have been the ones that, that took up the time or all of them, Mm, but I'm um,
2: suspicious about that.
1: Well, yes. I, Mm. I, I, what I think, I think, I think his version of probably what happened as in any relationship, I'm sure his ex is version Mm. wouldn't be as simple as oh he just spent too much time training to be a physio um I think yes I I think there's obviously a lot more to it than that and and and
2: he spent all our money on dollies maybe
1: (laughs) exactly he (laughs) just I just I gambled I gambled Wolverine figures and and spent all the children's (laughs) I mean exactly and all that all that yeah there could there could have been who knows? I mean I mean I know I know obviously. Um which I, won't def- I won't say but, nice. um, oh, Okay. No, I don't really.
3: Can you settle settle um possible trivia question and um a Twitter debate? What are your two daughters' names in the archers?
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I, how do know, say that. I do know, but But is one of them Mabel? Yes, they, one of them is okay, Mabel. All
3: right. that, that's the Yes main one of them debate. definitely is Mabel
1: because I know another Mabel. Okay, one um, of them
3: that's really the main debate but the fact that you can't remember the other daughter's name is shocking
1: <laughs> oh no i can't i need to have this on a poster only because i spend so much time with with jack and henry that yeah. i just i just think of them as my children now Oh do you? um yeah. i really and that do you know what that's probably the reason why we split up because i kept forgetting remember the each daughter's each names <laughs> i constantly forgot their names so i mean that didn't scream good father did it
2: no
3: but the there was there was quite a debate at the one of the last time you mentioned them had a bit of a kind of a debate going around on Twitter as to whether you'd said Mabel the other one was
1: pretty straightforward the, the name that you've forgotten I think it's Evie yeah Evie and Mabel yes that's it yeah
0: Ryan we before we were talk, before we were um, recording um you did say that there was a question that you wanted to ask us which is a bit of a reversal of the format but um... yes
1: I just want to find out because as we've said I mean. I came into this, and I've come into this very much wanting to be the best boyfriend for Helen, and I've fallen in love with Helen, and I've been this character, and then to see on your website, (laughs) your actual title of your website is "Life's Too Short to Be a Lee." Um, (laughs) I was just like, I don't, what? Where did I go wrong? Where did, where did it, where did it? Somewhere down the line, this, this. This lovely, supposedly sort of handsomey, fit, sporty person mm-hmm. who who Helen had finally found happiness with, become a sort of national hate figure. Um, and so I just want to genuinely, genuinely ask that um, um, and find out what your reasons for hating, hating him is.
2: Yeah, I think he's in, he's been incredibly dull, basically, hasn't he? Yeah. To the point where I. think... Uh, one of my questions to you is, does Lee have genitals? Because I kind of imagine him as, as like some sort of action man figure without any sort of thing, you know, a bit, I
1: don't know. Did you no, just feel no, like, did, did you seem sexless?
2: Yeah, just has no agency in terms of oomph. And, I mean, he's showing some a bit now with the um, jumping in to want to sort of defend her with Kyle Yates. But prior to this, very, very kind, almost childlike, really. I think, um, yes, and very bland. But to counter that, a lot of Twitter people are going, "Well, that's exactly what Helen needs someone like this with no drama, no hidden depths, or any depths, <laughs> let alone hidden."
1: Yes, I think you're right. I think, I think, I think you're. I think the Twitter, the Twitter sphere is, has been right in terms of in terms of Helen finding someone to start with that isn't Rob Mm. and isn't, and and if, and and if she had met someone who was Rob, I'm not sure, I'm not sure everyone would want, you know, would be able to cope with hearing all that again straight away. You know, if she suddenly was just in this cycle of going out with these sort of abusive men and, Mm. and if, and then, and if there was then another one. Um, So I think there has, I feel like there has been a, maybe a, Uh, So Lee has ended up sort of being in a vacuum Mm. um, in people's minds, maybe, because he's just so devoid of any of those qualities that 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 Helen had been used to and Helen had had, which which even though they were awful and terrible and um, made made maybe much made exciting listening. Mm. um, And actually, this was yes, this was just a girl meet a woman meeting a man and then sort of just sort of starting to get on
2: yeah I, I think when Lee has been most animated has been with two other blokes one of them was Tony and one of them is when when you're with Ian you very much relax and seem more chill yes. than yourself uh whereas with Helen you're sort of still treading around her a little bit which is probably to do with the Rob thing situation
1: yeah absolutely um, I yeah. definitely think I definitely think. I mean, I mean, you guys seem to constantly want people to cop off with each other who are not... I mean, yeah, that's I to, yeah, that's Always <laughs> wanting there to be some kind of... I saw like... <laughs> which, I mean, good. I mean, I mean, I like that. Yeah, I mean, Ian, um, he's also just the most... Uh, you sort of can't help it with Ian, I don't mm. think. I mean, he's just... It's sort of the... You know, his sort of Northern Irishness and his... His... Um, it, and also, I have to say, acting with him, he's such a wonderful actor yeah. in terms of you just you just um, it's so easy to. And, and to be honest, with 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 moving into Beechwood, mm. we very quickly I very quickly had to form relationships with people. Um,
2: yeah, you enjoy actually as well. That's another person that I think, oh, yeah, this is good. You two, She's wonderful. Yeah. You two really get along and. Um, absolutely have, have some banter and laughs and things that sound really natural because yeah. remember we've got to remember
1: that i'd say for a good first two years or definitely for the first year I, I mean you generally only heard me in a karate class um yeah and then vague little dates and sort of and sort of you know stressful dates with when helen and i was starting to go out so it's very difficult to to Mm. to relax and to find relationships yeah. that are just you know the people that have been in there you know friends that are in there for years so I'm, i feel like now very much these are especially by living here because before as well i'd sort of be popping in and out and because i had been on the i'll be on the way from borsitcher because i'd have been on you know to the um uh, back from work or something so it's sort of it's a bit stop start um. you don't really get to um but yes you're right with with, with the relationships now and i think with i think I have to say, I think, um, not last night's, not tonight's, last night's episode was a real, I feel for me, a real turning point for me Mm. and Helen in our garden after we've, after we've beaten, after we've beaten Kyle. Um, and it's just, I just, I, I, uh, it was, it, it really felt the two of us when we were reading it that we, we, we sort of have a history now Mm. and we were able just to sort of essentially sit back in the garden and just like, Find each other really funny yeah. and find the whole thing.
2: Laughing at the made-up um, photographs and sort of going, You really owned him, you handled it brilliantly. And Yeah. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of making memories now. Mm. I was quite
3: upset because last week I branded Kyle Vile. Yeah. And then Helen completely ripped me off this week. I know it's recorded ages ago, <laughs> but you know.
1: Yeah, she knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, Karl. yes. I mean, that's great. I mean, but, I, I hope we see him again because where he lives behind, but I hope, yeah, I'll be seeing him through the window. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> an image on a stick, isn't he? Like, <laughs> exactly. He, 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 wants his, he wants his
3: freedom of speech, like all working class people. Yep. And he's also worried about you driving his house price down. Yeah. We know exactly who this, we know who is. this person. We know this person. Yeah. Yeah, about, yeah. 52%, let's just say. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, and he's there. Yeah. yeah. And he's there. So he's in our little community and, um, and with joy. Yes. Yeah, so I have to say, I love our little, I love, I, I mean, oh, gosh, I've landed on my feet from mm-hmm. a little, from a little bedsit with a, with a microwave. Oh. I'm now, you know, I'm now in Beechwood with a lovely, with, with joy next door and a raspberries and, you know, oh. suddenly life's got, I've, I've sort of gone up. A considerable number of notches.
2: Yeah, who'd have thought when you were in that bedsit that you'd be trying to make a Montbelliard out of papier-mâché?
1: Out of papier-mâché, exactly. And, and yes, and finding it, and finding that an attractive, <laughs> finding
3: prospect, that attractive yeah. quality in someone. <laughs> you know. Had you decked Kyle in the bull, I think your um, invite to open the new wing at Borchester General would have gone, gone in the bin, don't you?
1: Well, so would my relationship, I think. I think there's still <laughs> a, you know, if I do anything, I think that puts mm-hmm. me in in that category so I think there's a I think I'm, I'm I am you know I'm constantly having to you know I think I'll I'd, I'd, you know I'll be out I mean I
3: think I you know it'd be fair to say like on our Facebook page I put it out there like do you have a question for Lee stroke Ryan stroke whoever you want to think the person is and if I was going to mold pretty much every comment and question together It's people either coming down on the side of "I hope there isn't going to be a Rob Lee confrontation" and the other side saying "I hope there is." Oh my goodness, I get asked
1: so often. Yeah, yeah,
3: that was pretty much every question. So I, you know, in fairness to everyone that asked that question, I'm just moulding it all into one.
1: It's yes, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's it's. I get asked it in the street, actually. Yeah, people. I mean, people. I mean, it's (laughs) astonishing if you're even when you're on the radio that some people have have twigged who I am in terms of Lee and, and maybe maybe know me from something else. And, and I have, I have actually been asked that on the street is, is, um, it's not by the actor who plays Rob. Is it? <laughs> <I know. laughs> He's coming back. Am I coming back? Um, <laughs> I mean, I hope, I mean, no, I hope so. I don't hope so for Helen's sake. Um, but, um, these, you know, storylines are storylines, aren't they? I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean in so planned like when you when you finally got into that house in Beechwood
3: and Helen the episode ended with you sat in the garden and Helen said I think we're going to be all right here don't you you can just feel I know everyone always Did thinks it... as a <laughs> well when in the
1: archers whenever they oh, say no. I think we're
3: going to be fine everything is just goes mm. completely but
1: maybe it's a double bluff maybe we just are
2: okay maybe right. we
1: just are i mean you know who knows maybe have, we just are
2: have you met the rob actor person
1: I've never have I, I, I haven't yet, sadly, but some, um, a sort of an archers fan did a wonderful mock-up. Um, mm. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, 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 it's quite a iconic shot of Helen and Rob that they are, they did as a publicity shot mm. and, and they've superimposed Helen holding a portrait of me under her arm, <laughs> um, which they then sent me, um, <laughs> So that's as close as I've got to meeting him, but mm. I, I've saved that. And it's, 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 no, I haven't, I haven't, mm. but um, I mean, what an icon. And but I, and I do, I very much remember that period. I remember yeah. listening during that period.
0: I don't think there's an actor. I think there's just a series of Ouija boards.
1: <laughs> it's just spirits.
0: I just draw him from another realm. I mean, the malevolence, he managed to get in there and, and, and sort of, sort of looping back slightly and um, Ryan, I, I do think you're, I do think you're right that like, um, about sort of how you know um lee needed to be a kind of a um a monodimensional character to sort of reassure the, the audience that he was this good he was this clean and yeah. all you to, to earn helen's trust but i have enjoyed um despite all the cruel things we said in the past i have um been brought round to liking quite lee quite a lot in the last few weeks and not just because you were coming on the show but then, but then also, I think actually he's making um, Helen a much more sympathetic character. But and and I don't know if you know this, but Helen, it's basically it's Helen Pip, Schuler. They're the ones who tend to get a lot of the the, the, the you know the negative comments on Twitter. And why I think it's why often because they're good people. Sure, yeah. You don't tune into you don't tune into East you tune into EastEnders for Dirty Den and Ange. You don't tune in for Lofty.
1: Yes, yeah, sure, sure, so, sure.
0: Actually now that Lee is sort of like, you know, I, I I started to warm to Lee when he was um pushing back to Adam and going kind of going, Well, that's a bit mental, you idiot. <laughs> yes. Or when he was um <laughs> yeah. or when he was being a bit daft with the DIY. The plot itself was ridiculous, but just actually the way you played it and the way it kind of played out was quite sort of fun and stupid and that kind of showed another side. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. I think you it, he is moving into a realm where he can you can imagine him doing something completely
1: yes well the hope is now is his as you say i mean even just generally but also in terms of his his relationship and where he is he's earned his stripes and he's he's feeling you know he's that that they are in a now a a committed long-term relationship so as a result he, he can relax more and doesn't have to be such a nice guy all the time yeah um and can be and can let out his you know his other his other sides and be a bit more be a bit more you know down to earth um and his relationships with the with with the people the locals will be much more down to earth as opposed to constantly you know th- th- there's a beginning politeness that you will always have when you're constantly meeting new people yeah oh, he, oh yeah
2: he, he's truly proved himself hasn't he up to this point to helen it's it's yeah. Yes, I, I think there's
1: be. there's there's definitely no more he needs to prove now. I mean yeah yes, otherwise you can just spend an entire relationship trying to prove yourself. <laughs> you know, to some, um, <laughs> that you're not the ex. Um there has to come a point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hopefully I feel like we're at a point and who knows, that could be you know downhill from now. But I think I think his his darkest
3: point was when he did that boot camp training with the cricket team. <laughs> That was at his is most terrifying.
1: Yes. When he suddenly, there's a, sort of that. Yes, of course, that was, and that was with um, Tracy. Yeah. Um, that was, that was fun. Yeah, that was lovely. She that was, was all telling of that it. she got a
3: loud hailer for that.
1: She did. Wow. I mean, it's great when you get, <laughs> yeah, those, those, when all of us are together like that, when it's such a rare occurrence, it's such, it's such good fun. But yeah, exactly. Um, there's obviously, there's, there's a, competitive side there's a there's a you know there's there's things as you say that do contradict the whole karate um inner -hmm. peace thing (laughs) it -hmm. seems to be (laughs) um oh I do I will give you one funny little tidbit that I remember once in the in the early days when we were doing the karate lessons um it was deemed early on um, I had to stop the class by clapping. <laughs> and it was deemed that my clap was was, was, was there wasn't as enough of a thud with my with <laughs> my clap when we were first introducing me so they got somebody somebody else no. to 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 give a really sort of a really big firm thud clap just to really kind of introduce.
2: I oh, know. That's <laughs> so when they were first
1: kind of. it's so when Emma and everything were first kind of commenting on him, yeah. Um, at the beginning and stuff. So yes, yeah, so I, I got stunt hands to start with. But wow. then they it wasn't, it wasn't Peggy, was it? I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I got Peggy, yeah. Peggy with her massive hands.
0: So you've got you've got a little kind of Mick Jagger clap then, have you?
1: No, I you don't. I've go... got a perfectly good clap. It was <laughs> it was just more. That, it was more that they were like, we want, we just we, we, let's, let's 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 just really um accentuate the um the thud
0: so this is where the podcast breaks down ryan storms off tr- throws his headphones i thought i couldn't take it anymore they you know we're just having a nice conversation and then he cool, absolutely went for me with my clap <laughs> know how, yeah,
1: there's
0: worse things <laughs> um but
1: yes yeah when he started it was very much it was it was it was very obvious he looked different to me that was the very obvious from the beginning
2: I was just going to ask whether you have like a favourite Archer's character other than obviously yourself and, and or Helen or... Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yes. Oh, gosh. I would ask... I, would, I, mean, um, I, I, I mean, I think everyone loves Tracy Horobin. I think absolutely. I mean, when I first... that mm. There was about a, a six-month period when I was doing a few episodes with her and I was listening and I just adore her I mean the actress Susie who plays it's just so wonderful yeah and it's so different to the character I mean it's just such a transformation when she jumps into um Tracy but I mean I have to say now the new favorite and I feel so is joy I mean I'm absolutely watching and watching Jackie um perform Mm -hmm. her as again she's I mean I mean I don't if I mean you would have seen the actress jacket in, in yeah. a, she's, she's a total, you know, she's been around forever and she's got such, she's so recognizable and, um, and the way she comes in and, and, it, it, you know, she makes it look so easy playing joy, but it's so layered. And then she has so many layers of, you know, she can, in, 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 in a single sentence, she can be, she mm. can sound so funny yet. So low, so lonely.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, um you know, obnoxious or at the same time, which is so, and mm-hmm. to watch her, yeah. So I have to say, at the moment, I think the same with everyone. Everyone loves Joy. Yeah, at she's, the she's been wonderful. Yeah, psst,
3: psst, Ryan, Ryan, does Rochelle exist?
1: <laughs> oh, Rochelle, the daughter. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I think so. Well, I hope so because she doesn't. I think I saw on Twitter. There's some kind of Twitter thing that she's she's died, but she hasn't died. Yes I think yeah. she does exist. Yes yes. Well, she talks to, she talks to, she talks about her enough.
2: Yeah, she does mm. but we're thinking you know there's more to Joy with I I said initially when Joy um, appeared that Rochelle was like a glove puppet that she'd made out of a soft <laughs>
1: you
2: know like that she's just making stuff up to give her I don't, a bit I, don't more know. Of an I don't think we're, she's Yeah. I think
1: there's more to come with Joy definitely. There's a yeah. I think like. we,
3: I mean I painted Joy as a Kaiser Soze um, verbal kint character, who's she's just, just looking controlling around the, room. the entire thing. Yeah, and just picking off little <laughs> words from notice boards and saying, "Oh yeah, when she was a baton twirler in East Shields," and you know, and then they're going to look behind and see that that's on the notice board. I mean, the writing back. on
1: that—it's like Alan Bennett, mm. isn't it, or like it's yeah. like Aikborne or You know, it's. Fun. I think it's just extraordinary that, I and mean, because everyone's just visualizing that entire story of the of the of the baton turning and and, of yeah. Her, and yeah, I thought I was, I thought yeah. I think, and her I think just there's definitely strip more it, to stripping come.
2: off for the life drawing class in the in she, front of everyone was brilliant in front instead of me exactly yeah.
1: and I told everyone that I was going to be doing it I, people friends and stuff I was like oh god they've got me stripping off in the archers so I made everyone think oh mm. god there's going to be some cringy episode where I'd do it and then <laughs> as a twist no mm. it was joy she did it and she did it so un- unabashedly so yeah. brilliantly
0: yeah. Are you as method as our Matthew? Would you, you know, Matthew's half naked now. Would you, would you, I'm would fully, you I'm fully in naked, role? would you take the clothes off for the, for, that, if you, for, if for you the could. archers?
1: Yeah. Oh, well, yes, absolutely. If it, if it, if it was needed, if there was any kind of sound effect needed um, for that,
0: the, I mean, the, the, the two second drop and then the thud.
1: <laughs> exactly. If the yeah, we needed the dressing gown and then the thud and then the, yes, then the swish then
3: um there's subs- hopefully they wouldn't bring in
1: another actor and then th- no th- they wouldn't
2: no. <laughs> that exactly. thud is inadequate yeah
1: <laughs> yes i'm not sure what the thud is actually i'm not sure the thud sounds very healthy but get peggy um, again
2: <laughs> yeah yeah she's probably got more balls than most of the characters is the- it? Here, oh my goodness
0: it was, it was a large penis joke not an incontinence joke ryan <laughs> yes i got that yeah (laughs) no but i just you know i just wanted to make clear i wasn't insulting you suggesting that you had some kind of uh you know or lee had some kind of terrible problem
1: no i don't think there is any problem i think that's part of the i think that's part of the problem (laughs) there is no problem
0: yeah Yeah. i I do get very exercised about the whole idea that um lee is this sort of incredible physical specimen it does irritate the hell out of me because the evidence is so sort of meager it's such a weak gruel. it's like oh he's a he's good at sports, so he must be sexy or like he does you know like he had yes. some kind of he had some kind of childhood trauma so he's he's felt the need to hide in uh, martial arts for most of his adulthood it's like and that that means that somehow he's this kind of incredibly imposing man whereas for me it kind of says the opposite anyone who like you know um anyone who feels the need to wear this stuff on their sleeve kind of like it, it's kind of like a negative mark for me which is part of the reason i found it difficult to sort of warm to him I agree.
1: I know, I can understand your insecurity with that. I can I, 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 Having, I can,
2: having I, seen him earlier, yeah.
1: I can, look, look, yeah, I see where you're coming from.
2: Are, um, you, are you
0: saying, Ryan, that because my father is an incredibly powerful and athletic specimen and I'm quite sort of weak and podgy, that I've got a chip on my shoulder? <laughs> saying? No, but you just did. <laughs> I
1: didn't say it. I mean, it just all came out from your mouth, but I... Hold me, Ryan. Hold me. But I know what you mean. I don't. Hold but it's somebody who overcompensates at the gym and someone. But I think I have to say with with Lee, I don't. I don't see myself when I am Lee as a um, somebody who is somebody who spends hours and hours at the gym uh-huh. and is someone who is uh, vain and someone who is is, is obsessed with uh, being big and muscly and and therefore wearing these tight t shirts or anything like. That. I think his physique has. Which people comment on has literally become, as a product of him being a physio and somebody who who, uh-huh. who exercises to sort of to keep keep him his mind fit and healthy and and he's a physio and he's a martial arts so his body has naturally he's naturally and he's a fit you know he's naturally become like that and stayed like that as opposed to getting podgy or getting yeah. a dad bod or anything.
2: I think it's a yeah, Twitter I mean... fantasy, to be honest with you. You know, there's been no reference mm. to it actually on the archers, really. That he's got rippling biceps, triceps. There's been body. a couple, I think. Joy. Actually, there, there has been, yeah, has yeah, there, there has been
1: the a couple of times that my, I was like, yes, which I rather enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in the gym, there was a couple of times when he's been in the gym and he's couple of and and I think Joy even made a comment. Yeah, I think when I was going to get naked, I think she, yeah, but she
2: fancied Tony, so you know.
1: Well, Tony's got an incredible body. Awesome. <laughs> well, he, well, Tony trains, but in a totally different really? way. Yes, exactly. Oh, very good, very good. Mm.
0: But, but I, I... you look, you know, you look sort of pretty svelte when we were on the on the Zoom call earlier on. You were looking pretty, you know, in good shape. Oh, that's very. Kind. I'm no
1: Lee, but um, oh, that's very kind of you. But I'm um, I'm no Lee. I'm no. I, 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 I get to live. I get to live. Um, in my fantasy, you know, I get to I get to try and sound like someone who who looks like they, you know. <laughs> I thick.
3: know what you mean when you're saying, like, who you're not like. I mean, because, you know, you go to the gym and you see these people. I, I brand them gym twats. Yeah. These people that kind of pace up and down and their legs and arms don't even go down by the side of their yes, bodies exactly. anymore. But I, I taught English to a personal trainer here. And this guy was ripped, really handsome. He used to come into the school where I taught and, like, the female teachers would just stop. We go into the class and this guy was one of the most lovely, soft spoken, meek guys you could ever yeah. meet, you know. And he wasn't that. Mm. Despite yeah. being
1: like a perfect specimen. And he wasn't and he wasn't what? He wasn't he, what he was he was what, what do you mean he wasn't that? I mean that he wasn't that kind of
3: you know, we were talking about that idea about these people, um being aware of their own oh yeah oh yeah physical ability yeah, yeah. and this guy he, he very much wasn't he asked me a couple of times like would you like to you know like he would give me a few lessons and stuff like for fitness
1: and stuff yeah but it was never like do you want to look like me oh he sounds a bit you know? like lee he sounds like a lee yeah. kind of yeah yeah he was a nice guy a really nice guy. yeah exactly so there's there's a separate category of person that that naturally just you know and i think I, you know, I think, you know, we've, we've seen the kind of books that Lee reads and we've seen the kind of, um, there, there doesn't, there there doesn't seem to be a hugely deep, deep thinker there. And maybe, (laughs) you know, (laughs) if like Dan Brown, his one book is like Dan, his one Dan Brown book that seems to be the only book that he's ever read, um, is if that, but that's fine because maybe because his other, his hobby and his, his passion is keeping healthy and Mm. making it also, you know, anyone who's a physio, I think. You know, he's, he, he, his, his, his profession is helping people and his, his profession is, is yeah. making people's bodies better and, and, and all bodies and, you know, from whichever walk of life. So I do get that from Lee that he, it wouldn't matter who he spoke to, it wouldn't matter who, he's certainly, he, that, coming from that world, he, mm. he comes from a very open and unjudgmental and, and, you know, he's not, he doesn't come from a village world. He comes from no, a, and, yeah. sort of a more cosmopolitan world. There's a benevolence also, if... about
2: him, isn't there? I think he, um, yeah, he, he tries to, like you say, the helping profession yeah. that he's yeah. in. Um, I do worry, though, that he got so excited about ordering extra prawn crackers in that Chinese menu or whatever it was. So that was seen to be a I know, definitely, different
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you remember well, that? I mean, matter? yeah, so
3: we're, we're recording this on a Thursday night Ryan, what would Mr. Wen's meal for Lee <laughs> I think it was Tuesday, wasn't it? All night, I yeah. was at the All Night Tuesday yeah, I mean, buffet.
2: He, he practically exploded with the excitement, didn't he?
1: With that? I know there's definitely a I have to say, I mean, we'll have to but I I've I have a feeling the ex wife might have not fully liked Lee's um tightness. <laughs> I mean I have a feeling that, that this is something that maybe yeah. has been an issue because it comes up quite it comes up. Uh, just enough times, yeah. and, I, and I sometimes have to remind when I'm, when I'm when I'm looking at a new script and I see it when uh, something to do with money comes up, and mm. I always make sure a point of. Now, nah, Lee is Lee's always thinking of the, of the price. Would he There's would he get point. as upset uh, upset as Kyle Yates paying thirteen pound forty seven for a piece of cheese and some veg? And, I know it's one of those entre. things. He, <laughs> might, he might actually already have thought that. He might have already first time he every time you know first time he met Helen he might have already in his head gone my god these this organic food I'm not shopping here
2: overpriced cheese overpriced cheese (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. and
1: it did make his wife gag (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) Um, so yeah there is a I know the fact that he got so
2: and yet he spends a lot of money on the dollies the hero dollies I know know. it's funny what you put your price on isn't it it is interesting (laughs)
0: One last question, Ryan. Um, We had the wonderful Susie on the show and she was magnificent. As you said earlier on, one hell of a lady. Um, Lady, that sounds a bit weird. Who am I? Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) she's one hell of a lady. Um, And you have been an incredibly gregarious and um, generous um, guest. Who should we have on next? Who is the next person that we should sort of of, um, hone in on?
1: Oh Ooh. gosh
0: what a question two parts to it one who would you like to hear from and two who keeps up our high standards of niceness
1: oh and well, i have to say this i couldn't you can't ask me to choose that because it really is the best bunch of people um and they really are the best laugh mm. it really um i can't tell you the stuff you know that the, the behind the scenes green room stuff is the is 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 half the joy of the job. Um, yeah. Oh God, no! I can't drop someone in that. Would um,
2: I, I'd say go for character then, rather than. We're, we're mildly obsessed with Russ.
1: Yes. Um, well, yeah, exactly. We'll do someone. You've had. You've had Tracy. You've had me. So to someone. Someone different. Someone from. So, I think maybe go for one of the kind of the older legends. Yeah. I think because you've got you've got a minefield then of of stories going back <laughs> decades then of people who've come and gone, um, you know. Go for your go for your Charles's, your Schulers, your you know. Ooh. Go for your Peggy, <laughs> Pref- preferably someone
3: who we haven't included in our life's too short um. intro. Well, you didn't didn't matter end. with me, did
1: it? You brought me
3: straight well, on. We
2: knew you could take it, Ryan. It's. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I understand yeah. it now. Good, good. Yeah. I, yeah, I reckon. I I reckon Vince Casey would be a yes. yes. I know he's not. Um, you know, a long-term history. You know, he hasn't been in there decades, but he'd be great. I think.
1: Yes, I reckon everyone, anyone would come on. Yeah. To you guys, I'll definitely put a good word in.
2: Oh, thank oh,
0: you. I Much appreciated. Um, yeah yeah uh i we'll we'll send you we'll send you our wish list i mean, to be honest, I mean Peggy is such a good suggestion, but um Matthew has really stuck the boot into Peggy um, quite consistently <laughs> have i oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when well you when just imply that? that she's my stunt hands? That's it. That's not bad. That sounds
0: very strange. I don't know. I mean, maybe Kerry can correct me, but I feel like I feel like Matthew's never slow to give Ke- Peggy a bit of a, a shoeing.
2: I would say if anyone, it's me who is that way inclined. Oh, she's an absolute oh a lovely, lovely woman. But yeah, Peggy and Jill, who are darling older generation women characters. Uh, Get them on. Oh, they're prickly people, aren't they? Get really. them on. Get them on. Normally okay. I'm celebra-
3: <laughs> normally I'm celebrating Peggy for her um her treatment of Tony.
0: yes true that's what i'm thinking of that is what i'm thinking it you were the
3: one that said that she was going to go like the nanny in the omen (laughs) down the front of the building on a noose (laughs) i did say
0: that yeah (laughs) that's very true um Mm -hmm. i I mean a huge compliment to um to you guys um though ryan like you and the rest of the newcomers is that i do think it's a real high point for the show at the moment Mm -hmm. like i mean i i mean i i think there is definitely a certain amount of stockholm syndrome that comes into being a you know an archer's listener to the degree that kerry or i and matthew are way you know we've gone from childhood to you know our 40s and 50s listening to it but actually I do I think the quality of acting and the mm. and the kind of like the intrigue it, I think we've, oh, we're, wonderful. We're, we're getting quite sort of spoiled at the moment yeah. so you know oh, I'm so pleased
1: I'm so pleased and as I said look I'm I am just so uh honored to be in it and so mm-hmm. honored to be part of it and and to watch and learn from the people you know I, I'm being guided all the time by the people who've been it been in it so long um And who make it look so easy but it really it really sometimes isn't you know it's sort of um so yeah that's very 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 lovely of you and i'm very very as i said very grateful to be here
2: we we have fantasized about having you on our podcast from the off and so thank you so so much for coming on honestly it's it's well the fantasy is complete it is (laughs) it's over (laughs) it's over
3: right it, it might continue for me after we've gone off air Ryan. oh anyway.
1: bless you yes thank you well let's that's that's let's, let's revisit sometime maybe what's the what's the children's bbc thing you do is it um oh, yeah so i can give that a plug um so i'm in almost never which is the kind of flagship mm-hmm. kind of teen show on uh, the bbc which we've just launched series 3 now um which is on iplayer and for the, for the young ones it's on cbbc but um yeah i mean a, that's a wonderful show i mean um and I've been in, yeah, this is our third series. So, with Emily Atack on the one, yeah? Emily Atack, I'm in it with Aston Merigold from JLS. Yes, oh, it's a real yeah. com- um, combination of Um, Amber Davies and and Chrissy I guess um, it's Kimberly like Wyatt. the whole
3: time frame of it is normal, but like I see Emily Atack playing a mother, and I'm like, hang on, I remember it's in a sixth form. Really, oh, no, it's when she says
1: that she was totally they, yeah, <laughs> she's the totally wrong age age group to be playing the mother of those kids <laughs> but she loved it because it was actually you know it, she didn't she just got to wear you know you know a sloppy shirt and a nice pair of jeans and she didn't have to you mm. know get all dressed up all the time She all she got to be was one you know brilliant comedy actress which is what she actually you know which is what she is mm. um yeah that's it's an amazing laugh i have we have on that we i love that show um so that's yeah that's what i'm on 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 the iPlayer. if anyone's watching
3: Okay, I'll have to hide my VPN and get on. Because I've
1: opened up a few thing, bits and pieces on YouTube
3: because it won't won't let me in.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you've got some something out of the you know beyond beyond um sort of the the, the, the you know doing good that you've yes. to get a small plug in so yeah got plug in got plug in but the transactionality is always you know yes healthy bargain. Um. So, uh, everyone, please, please, please spread the word about um Lee. Uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> we Ryan, knew that was going to happen. I managed to go an hour. I managed to go an hour without doing it. And uh, um, although, actually, to be fair, Ryan did make that mistake with um, Helen. And um, what did Louisa I say? On. Yeah. You called Louisa Helen by mistakes. But so they, you know, I do feel I'm in I'm good. Sorry, company. Louisa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was testament to her the quality of her acting. Exactly. Um yeah. But uh, yes. Yeah, so please, please, please spread the word. Um, Kerry, what's our Twitter handle?
2: It is at the cider shed pod. Thanks. and
0: Matthew our, our Facebook
2: our
3: Facebook is the Cider Shed podcast and that's a group on Facebook and on Instagram we are at the Cider Shed pod um, before I go any further I just need to thank my friend Ratty who knocked up the little Japanese sounding intro for us today you'll probably hear it as continuity throughout the show when we we'll break from bits to bits but yeah he, he changed it slightly in honor of Lee that was very good oh
0: yeah and i i I fluffed it at the beginning like an idiot so i didn't you know i didn't give it the 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 juice it deserved so thank you very much um and yeah if you um please 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 promote the show um go on um, itunes leave us a big review i mean you know we've given you the mighty ryan early what more can you ask for so um thank you guys and um see you next week
2: thanks ryan
1: bye-bye thank you so much for having me all the best bye-bye see you bye